NANI? Enticing. All right, no, seriously, let's get into it. Um, hey, how you doing? My name's Hero. This is the Identity Booth. And let's... <laughs> I, I, I like to think... I like to think that... Remember there was a time when black people were like, Bro, cops be wildin' or white people be wildin'. Like, whenever we're trying to just do something basic and be normal, they come out of nowhere and just start, you know... They just come out of nowhere and just start harassing us and they start treating us weird and badly. And everyone was like, no, you're lying. Police are good people. People in general are good people. No one has ever done that to me. It can't be true. People be saying shit like that. And then it dawns on you. We got cell phones with cameras on it. Smartphones has ruined racism in this country because no they don't even get mad that they get they get caught being racist they get mad that there's documented proof of it now right we got documented proof of you being your forefather your original self your polar bear self it shouldn't pass you like if you can agree we can agree to that right then it shouldn't be weird for you to believe that people like this judge in the Cal Rittenhouse case exists. And there's something uniquely strange about this judge. His name is Bruce Schroeder. Bruce Schroeder. I literally have a whole pamphlet written out about him. And I just want to give you 13 things you need to know about Bruce Schroeder that will let you know that this case, this case that we're, we're, we're witnessing right now, the Cal Rittenhouse case, has an unnecessary bias. And if it isn't a bias, the standard at which law is practiced in this country is below par. So it has to be one of the two. If he's not showing a clear bias, I want you to think about this judge who is doing this shit in this public, very public trial and what he probably has done to hundreds of thousands of minorities. Furthermore, how many more of them are hiding out there without high-profile cases? Because Pookie and Daquan, they didn't get a public trial. And remember, there's a dude who stole a backpack in New York, went, got sent to Rikers for two years, committed suicide, and then they found out that he didn't steal the backpack. Black guy. So let's talk about it, right? Let's get into it. This is the judge who is a 75-year-old Wisconsin court court judge Bruce Schroeder. <sighs> he is the oldest and longest serving judge on the bench in Wisconsin. There has to be age term <laughs> like that's that's ages, but like we're gonna get into a reasons why this guy should have retired ten years ago, right? So the first thing you want to bring into question: he was approved in 1983 by a Democratic governor. And this is something I need to say up top because there's a lot of people are saying, oh, he's a Trumper. He's a this. It was a Democrat who put this asshole in place, further solidifying my idea that being a Democrat doesn't mean you're a good person. Being a liberal Democrat might give you some leeway. Being a liberal revolutionary Democrat. Now you're talking. There's phases in this. But a Democrat in 1983, who put him in place would be considered a middle conservative right now. And that's something to really think about. 
That's something to really think about. Yeah, that two-party shit ain't gonna work. Um, the judge made a very interesting comment about what would be allowed during this case. And I think that one of the more damning things he said was this. The word victim is a loaded, loaded word. And I think alleged victim is a cousin to it. I, I respectfully disagree, Your Honor. I think it's the exact same issue. The terms that I'm identifying here, such as rioters, looters, arsonists, are as loaded, if not more loaded, uh, than the term victim. He doesn't believe the word rioter, looter, arsonist are just as polarized as the word victim by definition if we have a, a suspect a defendant for this to be a crime to have take place you have to be able to identify the victim who the hell is on facebook for there to be a crime there has to be a victim like someone something or someone has to have received damages and this is me being very brass with it i'm assuming that there's precedent for a situation like this but by definition, he's showing a bias. You have to be able to acknowledge that if you can call someone innocent until proven guilty, well, this person's a victim until proven otherwise. And the fact that the judge took this away from people who couldn't defend themselves is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. But this is the and this is what two, uh, three. Let, let's. Let's go a little bit deeper, right? Let's go a little bit deeper. Don't fail me now. I'm a big component of the whole separation of church and state. We talked about this earlier. Church and state should be separated. It's actually in the Bible. Kyle Rittenhouse judge explains hearsay rule to jury by talking about trials of St. Paul, the apostle. I don't know who St. Paul is. But the fact that the judge had the balls to bring this up during a murder trial lets me know that he probably doesn't have a certain level of uh, inclination to people who are non-practicing Christians. Like he has a definitive mind and heart set about how he feels about Muslims. And if a person doesn't come in re displaying religious epithets, he probably doesn't treat them as a better half what the reason why it's separated is because you don't want that to be a driving issue in your decision making it's because not everyone believes in everything you believe in and more importantly as a judge is your job to maintain neutrality neutrality and maintain it in the courtroom so when you bring these things up it's very easy for someone who doesn't believe in god to say well i find that to be kind of disturbing but He'll berate you for doing shit like this that he's doing. But there's still more because all of these things can be laughed away at some senile old man. Let's get into the crux of it, shall we? He will make fun, he will harass you for doing stuff that he doesn't like. Like he did the prosecuting team. And this is like by the DA. You would think there'll be better camaraderie. There ain't. 
Schrader criticized Binger for, in the judge's view, trying to get around his past rulings on what could be introduced in the trial. And what you're telling me, you're an experienced trial attorney, and you're telling me that when the judge says, I'm excluding this, you just to take it upon yourself to put it in because you think that you've found a way around it? Come on. When you say that, that you were acting in faith, good faith, I don't believe that, okay? This afternoon, Rittenhouse's attorneys asked for a mistrial with prejudice. The level. Why, where's this energy for the defense? It's the energy was there. Like, if he didn't, if, and based on what we found out later on, because this story is like four days old, the tr the judge himself basically admitted he didn't close the door on those pr those pieces of evidence that he wanted to reintroduce and that he would think about it at a later time if it was prevalent to the case. What better time was more prevalent in the case? Uh, his right to remain silent is his right to remain silent. He was basically asking him, hey, and once again, not without it, he wasn't trying to remove that right he was just asking why you chose to hold it up to that point if he just chose to say i wanted to continue to hold the right to remain silent all right that's his answer but it goes it doesn't it doesn't phase me as a thought for the prosecution to say wow now that you've gotten all the evidence and heard everything that could be said about you why is the approach but once again i it's not about what happened i think the prosecutor's wrong it's the energy that the judge had for him it's the energy that the judge had for him because it hasn't been shown in any light for the defense. And I know what you're thinking, right? Okay, that's 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 tough love, right? That's just something we have to live with. Let's push forward. And I see y'all's comment. I'll get to it in a second. Let's push on with it because it just the list becomes more damning as you get further into it. And let's talk more about the evidence, right? The evidence in question. The evidence that is prevalent to this case, because we all know we talked about evidence that the judge refused to admit into the scene and would have been relevant, which is what the prosecutor was talking about. Evidence that he found relevant to bring up circuits. The judge didn't put the kibosh on that right away. But this video would have been super useful. A video shows Kenosha shooter Kyle Rittenhouse punching a girl. It's him in the red, white, and blue trunks. That's him beating up a girl with another guy. This kid has a pretension to violence. And a lot of people don't like talking about it. A lot of people don't like talking about it. This would have been super useful information to have for the juror to see. And then this is the third part of the evidence that would have been super useful, right? This is Kyle Rittenhouse talking about how he wished he could he had his AR-15 15 days prior to to shoot looters. It looks like one of them has a weapon. Bro, I wish I had my fucking AR. I'd start shooting rounds at them. He said, I wish I had my fucking AR. I would start shooting around him. The defense was able to, I mean, the defense was able to go out and show that uh, Rosenbaum had afflictions. He was a bad guy. That was literally the term they used to describe him. So why can't we go out here and show people who Kyle really is? A dude that beats up, who gangs up on girls and has wet dreams about shooting rioters. All of this should have been admitted into court. All of this. 
But let's get back to the judge because these are things on it. You shall not pinch to Zoom on Rittenhouse trial. The judge disallows basic iPad features. So basically, on your phone, right? The most common thing you can do on all phones, pinch in to Zoom in. I mean, pinch in to Zoom out, pinch out to to get a better uh, to Zoom in. The judge disallowed a basic feature on an Apple phone because the defense made an excuse saying that by doing that, you create a 3D image of the item, which therefore changes it because it's not its original state. That is a complete fabrication of the Zoom application on the device. But more importantly, this judge gave the prosecution only 20 minutes to find an expert witness to disprove it. And since they couldn't, he disallowed it and then proceeded to bring out his own phone and complain about the phone, not letting him see his text messages and not being an issue. And you'll never guess what type of phone he was holding in his hands. He was a green bubble motherfucker. He's definitely a green bubble motherfucker. He was holding an Android phone complaining about iPhone products. Besides the hypocrisy of that situation, he's so old and senile, he doesn't even understand basic functions of the phone. As to why come when he sends text messages, it sometimes shows up as an email. He's so dumb. And dumb in a bad, dumb in an old man way. But I also think he's dumb at his job too. Yeah, so there's two things here. He makes a very racist statement about the Asian food coming to the courtroom and I will play that, but it's going to probably be late because they're stuck in the boats at the shipping yard, basically making fun of importing stuff from China and just a plethora of things. But I want you to focus on this sign. It's the first time I saw it or a version of it was on chef for RD on a can of chef for RD. Now think about a chef. Uh, for all you people from the 90s, think of a can of Chef 4RD. It's the chef doing this, right? The ACLU has already described this as a racial bigoted form of prejudice for the white power symbol. But this judge is so oblivious to the times. He doesn't even know this and he trivializes white supremacy. This judge is an enabler of white supremacy. Whether you want to believe it or not, he, he's he's the Mr. Magoo of the fucking courtroom. But he is allowing people to do some dangerous shit. He's setting a horrible president. What time do you want to uh, Let's hope for one o'clock. I don't know. The uh, hope the Asian food isn't coming. It's on isn't on one of those boats in Long uh, Long Beach Harbor. Um, but let's. Uh, Ha, ha, ha. So funny. Phone keeps ringing in courtroom. It is literally the theme song that Trump walks out into during his rallies. Go for broke. I I don't think that's necessarily what I'm supposed to do. But I think the court has to make some findings as it relates to the bad faith on the part of the prosecution. And if the court makes a finding that uh, the actions that I had talked about were done in bad faith, then I think... I'm proud to be an American. That's the song that his ringtone. 
And that's why I put it out at the top of the sentence. A Democrat elected him, but this dude is hard on for Trump. He's definitely a Trump supporter. Like, besides, okay, and let's just go with, okay, it's just a ringtone. (laughs) And that's why this last post is about to be so damning. Besides how unprofessional that is, during a court trial, you as a judge, who is once again supposed to maintain neutrality and also force everyone else to maintain neutrality. Besides the fact that that's completely irresponsible. This is the same dude just a few posts ago was complaining about not being able to get his phone to work, not figuring out how to get his text messages to show up. But he figured out how to get his favorite president's ringtone on his phone. Do you see the hypocrisy here? And am I stretching a little bit? Sure. But after watching him denounce technology because he didn't understand how to use it, and now it's happening to him and he seems to be befuddled by it, doesn't seem to be bothered by it. Where was that energy he had on the prosecution for himself? Not even a fucking apology. Not even an apology to the prosecution like, I'm terribly sorry that happened. He just ignored it. Where's that integrity? Where's that fucking energy? That's all we're asking for. Keep that same energy. We we going in. Judge Bruce Schroeder seen reading Cookie Magazine during Kyle Rittenhouse's trial. During the prosecution, this dude's thinking about fucking Girl Scout cookies. This animal has sent people to jail for years. With this befuddled Mr. Magoo-ass look on his face. I couldn't imagine this person being the dictator of my freedom. And here he is doing it. If the prosecution pulled out a a book like this, he would be down their throat. If someone admonished him for doing that, would they be wrong? How is this fair? How is this acceptable? We're just keeping it real. Now, this this is a paramount picture right here. This is this is what we call this is the this is what we call the generation of the good old boys. Right? This is the this is how the generation of the good old boys continues. I will do unto my father as I do unto my son. The son, the father, and the Holy Ghost. This if I showed you this picture, you would think, oh, it's a a nice family portrait or something like this. If I told you one of these people just killed, murdered two people and tried to kill a third. And I told you he was standing behind the person who is being his fate. How the fuck could you rationale this? There's a murderer in the room. If he's found guilty, he's a murderer. And he's standing behind the judge. How many black people have done this? How many adult males have done this? Women. This is this is this is them working together. You might as well join the defense, judge. You know the stories they tell all the time about people like, oh, the judge, the the refs, the ref the, on a basketball court, the ref is six versus five because the ref keeps helping one team. Uh, Ahmad Arbery had to wait three months after being lynched in broad daylight to get justice. A judge looked at the the in the the form to. To arrest and said, no, it's okay. This same judge didn't want to make 
the arrest on Kyle Rittenhouse. He said he give him a chance to turn himself in. If he if Kyle Rittenhouse sliced his neck right here and there, the question would be not how he got there because we know how he got there. There's a certain level of comfortability that the justice system presents to white people. And people ask me all the time, what is systemic racism? This is systemic racism. Because if black people are fortunate enough to get into the courtroom, they'll be, and and, they, and the luck happens to run that this is their judge, that black person, that brown person is not going to be where Kyle's sitting. And if you think that's true, you're, you're fucking lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. Uh, this is my favorite. And this is the, and this is like the coup de grace for me. Imagine you're about to have your life decided because of your actions. But, you know, just to make sure you don't feel like you're you're too overwhelmed, I give you the option to pick six people who will who will judge your fate out of a hat. Never in my years, I've seen this happen seven times in my in my years in the courtroom, and it was always done by a designated official. Never in my wildest imagination would I imagine the judge extending this offer to the defendant. Yes, Cal Rittenhouse got to pick six names out of a hat, not names, numbers, whatever you want to call it, but he basically got to pick six jurors out of a hat to judge him. And it's not like it's hard. He's literally looking into the hat. He's seen where the jurors have been sitting and he knows their numbers and placement. That fucking notepad he's been writing on, that's what he's been doing. Nathaniel Woods. Nathaniel Woods from Alabama got a knock at his door. It was two officers looking for a fugitive who was currently in Nathaniel's residence. Nathaniel Woods surrendered. Nathaniel Woods surrendered. The officers walked into the room. The fugitive came in and shot and killed both of them. Nathaniel Woods still surrendered himself. Nathaniel Woods was arrested and charged with the murder of two officers. The fugitive got life imprisonment and was executed. Nathaniel Woods was put on death row as well. And here's the part where I would tell you to call Alabama's governor, but there's literally a picture of her in her, in her like 18, when she was 18, yelling at a black woman. So you know that shit ain't happening. But he died last year. Rather, he was executed last year. If Nathaniel Woods had white skin and this judge, do you think he would be executed? You can't sit here and tell me this, these two things are the same. You just can't. And if you think you can, you're, you're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. Kyle Wittenhouse might walk free. And if you're willing, if you're celebrating that, you're part of the fucking problem, man. You're part of the problem. But hey, some people want to see the world burn. I'm not one of them. But that's just my take on it. This was an extremely long segment. It's 13 facts about this judge in this case that you probably didn't know about. And I just like, I just like, and I just, it's, I, I can tell by the reactions of people in the chat, like they didn't know these things. And I've been watching this trial for 11 days. So those are my feelings on it. Like, share, and subscribe. Let me know how you feel. I'm super interested to know what you guys think. Uh, this will be cut up 
into multiple stories on my uh, TikTok and IG. So look out for those. Um, hopefully we can get this get this kid behind bars because I think that needs to happen. Honestly, I, I really just don't. It just wouldn't sit well with me if this guy didn't but it's so hard to find through the daily grind we're working overtime and i'm sleep deprived shorty on my line and we feels and fight seems like every night don't care who's wrong or right i hope up in the sight slow it down and we can catch the vibes the vibes the vibes